How's everybody feeling? There we go. That feels... I feel like this side's like all faced towards this way, and then this side's all faced towards this way. So I was like, I'm going to stand right here in the middle. Okay. Uh, y'all excited about today? I'm excited about getting to this. Um, okay, to all of our serve team that are listening right now, we love y'all so much. On a podcast, you feel like... Oh, so much lovely. Reality is we couldn't do what we do without our serve team. That is just, that is a fact. And so thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Now we take um, time every Monday, Wednesday, every week, um, take some time out to make sure that we continue to grow as leaders, okay? And now we've been going through uh, the book of 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership by John Maxwell. Now there's 21, there's 52 weeks in a year. So we have been like working through this book for almost half a year there. And uh, we still got a few more weeks to go. Okay, but today we're going to be talking about the law of priority. The law of priority. The law of priority. The law of priority. Uh, this is something that I feel like sometimes I'm doing a good job at, and sometimes I'm not doing a good job at. Sometimes I'm winning at it with, like, with my family, and sometimes I'm losing at it with my family. And some days I'm doing a good job at work with this, and some days I'm not doing a good job at work with this. Um, but there are some things that, um, as I went through this chapter, that I learned that I think um, that are really going to help me, and I think will help everybody in the room, and I think help everyone listening um, to this podcast to grow in your leadership and your influence, but also in your efficiency. And this would be the law of priority. Priority really is just what is regarded as more important. Mm. What is regarded as more important, that is priority. Maxwell says that it's the responsibility of leaders to make tough decisions based on priorities. Okay. So our responsibility as leaders to make tough decisions based upon priorities. What is most important? Okay. What is going to have the highest impact? What is going to be the most efficient decision I can make for this moment? When it comes to um, time and productivity, I actually want to attack two myths, okay? okay. I want to attack two myths. Okay. One, busyness does not equal productivity. Y'all, yeah. yeah. have y'all felt just like, oh, I want to be productive, so you just make yourself busy? Yeah. Yeah. I'm just so busy, I'm so busy, I'm so busy. And you look back at the day and you're like, I, what did I do? You know, <laughs> I just feel like there, I feel like there are so many days that go by. And I'm like, man, I'm tired. I don't know why, but I'm just, I'm tired. I was busy all day long, but I wasn't productive. I think that would be a good indicator that I didn't have the right priorities throughout the day. Um, there was this guy, he was, uh, he was an Italian economist and he had a garden and um, he noticed that in his garden, okay, that it was only 20% of the fruits, 20% uh, of the plants that actually produced 80% of the fruit within his garden. And then he actually went and he looked around uh, the country of Italy and he realized that actually 80% of the land owned in Italy was owned by only 20% of the people. This is now started him on this process as an economist. It started him on this process to now what we call the Preto Principle. 20% of the people, 20% of the work results in 80% of the results. Yeah. It's the 80-20 principle. So we're wanting to be productive, but that doesn't mean we necessarily need to be busy. We need to be efficient. Yeah. Yeah. So that means 20% of your time is actually going to bring 80% of the return. Mm. And do we think of our days like that? Because I'm like, man, if I can just like boom, 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 boom. But instead, no, let's think of what is the most productive time I can actually have. 
Uh, this really plays out on one of the ways that I've been uh, really working on this individually uh, would be with my time with my kids. Okay? I read this. Uh, let's just be honest. When I say I read this, I probably just saw it on Instagram. Okay? Yeah, yeah. But I don't want to sound like I saw it on Instagram. So I read this article, okay? Um, but anyways, it was talking about how you can be most effective with your kids for nine minutes a day. There are nine minutes in every day where you can be most effective with your kids. The first three minutes when you interact with them whenever they wake up. The first three minutes when you see them after you come home from work or pick them up from school. And the last three minutes you interact with them before they go to bed. These nine minutes of your day can actually have the largest impact on your children. So, you know, now whenever I wake up in the morning, I try to make, get some real face-to-face time with Pierre and get some real face-to-face time with Gio. But also every day, whenever I, well, not every day, twice a week, whenever I go pick up Gio or whenever I get home, um, I try to make sure that the first three minutes that I spend with him are like super intentional. It used to be like I would pick him up from daycare. I'd be like, come on, I love you so much. High five, you're awesome. Pick him up, put him in his car seat, and we'd go. And then I'd be like, hey, you want a snack? How was your day? Yeah. But over the past couple of weeks, you know what I've done? I've been like, hey, Gio, I love you. So, so good to see you. I give him a big old hug, pick him up, squeeze him, spin him around. And then I'm like, let's go for a walk. You want to go for a walk? And we just go for a walk for three to five minutes. We just kind of stroll around. How was your day? What, do you, what are you thinking? Did, what, what were the highs and lows? You know, it's really fun. And we actually spend a lot of time just like jumping over the cracks in the, in the sidewalk. You know, and I'm like sweating because it's hot out here. Um, just looking like a kid, you know. We learned to skip the other week, okay? Last week, we learned to skip. But that first three minutes was really, really important. And it has been really important. Now, we have like a 40-minute drive home because traffic is awful, okay? It's like typically 17 minutes, but the way traffic works in Dallas, it's like 40. And um, he's so much more peaceful. Like, we have so much better conversation. We're like talking about trucks. Those first three minutes were high impact. I could have spent the whole 40 minutes trying to get stuff out of him. How was your day? How was this? And he was completely distracted. But that 20% of time actually gave 80% of the results. This is how I look at a Sunday morning. Uh, There are so many teams that are at our churches and our different locations. There are so many uh, things happening from what's happening with hosts and what's happening with in the service and what's happening with worship team, what's happening with ushers and what's going on in next gen. And you can feel this pressure to like have to be at all places at all times. But if you sit down and think about your Sunday, you can actually begin to map it out where and when can I be the most effective for each area. Our big serve team huddle, right, is a really high impact moment because it starts off the day. Every individual serve team huddle is important. But there's like three to five minutes before service if I can do a great job of just making around, around and seeing how every department is going. But then interacting with two to three people like very intentionally, I can be very, very effective. I also, I also know that whenever service starts, I'm going to be the first. I, my goal is to be right there at the front row, locking eye to eye with the worship team, being like, come on, you got this. Let's go. I'm with you. Now, I don't have to necessarily be there in the entire worship set. I try to be because I like to be, you know, for just for my own heart. And I also want to make sure that the, our service team and worship department knows that I'm with them. But those first couple minutes really set the tone. For the entire service. Whenever Pastor Earl is starting his message, I'm making sure that I'm there for him. Like, yeah, come on, PE. We're like welcoming in North Campus. I'm like, yeah, North Campus. Like, you got, I'm thinking about my time because 20% of what I'm actually gonna do is gonna bring 80% of the results. Myth number two, okay, myth number two. To be productive, I have to complete my task list. Yeah, for all you ones out there. 
Nines, threes. Okay, yeah, that's Enneagram talk right there, okay? All you task list people, uh, Leslie probably just started sweating. I know she's always got a rolling task list. <laughs> this, it's a myth, though. To be productive, I have to complete my task list. That's a myth. According to uh, Pareto, okay, with 80-20 principle, um, if you have 10 things to do, there's actually really two that are going to bring the most results. We're talking about priorities. Uh, if you look at other time management, uh, it's like, is it eat the big frog first? Is that what it is? Eat the big frog first? Yep. Uh, like, eat the big rocks first. What are the big projects you can do? Do those things first. Um, I'm just trying to get us to prioritize our day because I think we can so many times walk into the office, walk into our jobs, and we're like, we get a cup of coffee, and we wander around, and then it's like, before we know it, it's 1030, so we sit down at our desk, and we like answer a couple emails that weren't really important emails. Or important texts, but it's like, oh, I just need to check them off my list. And then it's lunchtime, you know, so then you got to go out for lunch, (laughs) right? Let's just be honest, okay? But if you could look at your day and say, hey, you know what? These are going to be the two most important things I need to do today. Let me knock these things out first. You'll see over time, according to this principle and according to John Maxwell, who's a lot smarter than me, he's saying you're actually your productivity is going to go up dramatically. The, um, this actually will require us to change the way we think. I don't know about you, but this has actually challenged me to like really process, Eric, how do you really value and plan out your day? Because I think most days I'm more reactive than proactive. And this is now forcing me to be more proactive. Uh, Maxwell put something in here. He was talking about how this can be uncomfortable as you're starting to do this. But he said, leadership has nothing to do with comfort. It has everything to do with progress. And so doing what is uncomfortable to see the results and the progress that you need. So how do you determine what are your priorities? Okay, he gave us three R's. Okay, I'm just going to go through these really quick. Um, how do you determine what are the priorities? One, what is required? Okay, we all have jobs here. Okay, so if you don't do your job, you don't have a job. So, you know, you got to do, you do your job. So one, what is required? What gives the most significant return? Okay, and what brings the greatest reward? What is required, what gives the most significant return, and what brings the greatest reward. As we've been thinking about this and talking through this, uh, I think most of us have probably been thinking about more of like, what do I need to do, my task list, and kind of things that are on the docket for me. Um, But this would be where I would want to shift this towards thinking people. Who are the people that you lead? Who are the people that are on your serve team? Who are the individuals that are at your company? Who is under you? And think about who are those top 20% that you can find yourself pouring the most into because that's actually going to make you the most effective. I don't know if any of this is necessarily rocket science here, if I'm going to be honest. Probably many of you already heard about the 80-20 principle, okay? Um, But I don't know if everybody here really applies it. You know, myself included. And as we're wanting to continue to grow in leadership, I have learned that leadership um, is not always like the most complex things. It's actually many times the simplest things, but done well. And so as we're uh, growing in our leadership and we're talking about the law of priorities, I think if we can also understand the people that are under us and the way we pour into those top 20%, 
we're going to see the most significant growth. Yeah, yeah. Maxwell even goes on to, at the end, he was like, I actually spent time thinking, what are the four things that I need to focus on as my priority? Now, he went through and he talked about things like uh, one of his was leadership. The other one was communication. The other one um, was networking. But what are the four things that you do best? What are the four things that you do best? <laughs> I. I don't know if I would necessarily continue to think of it like this, but for those who are in the business world, I definitely think this would be a great thing uh, to think about it. But uh, Maxwell go went on to say that nobody pays for average. Nobody pays for average. So what are the four things that you do best? He went on to talk about how it took him literally months and months to figure this out. So I don't expect you to walk out of this talk. I wish, Lord, make it happen, okay? Um, but this is probably something that I know, at least for me, I'm going to like really chew on. Like, what are the four things that I do best? And let me prioritize those. The reality is, is that a focused and efficient you is going to be the most productive you. And a focused and efficient team is going to be the most effective and productive team. We don't have to do everything, but we do have to do what's most, most important yeah. to see the greatest results. So God, I thank you so much for everybody on this team. I thank you so much for everybody that's listening. God, I pray um, that you would help us to get out of the rat race. And Lord, I'm asking that you would empower us to live a life that is prioritized. Jesus, with you being first, depending on your grace and your empowerment, but also what our days look like and what it looks like for our companies and for our families. God, I'm praying that you would help us to be effective. God, I pray um, that you would give us little reminders throughout the day, like saying, nope, hey, Eric, this is what's most important at this time. And God, help us to be uh, people who not strive um, to accomplish a bunch of things, but instead actually are empowered by your spirit. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Love y'all a ton.